can get off on a high here because I've just finished sealing all my Christmas card envelopes um, and now my text neck is back which I've just managed to sort of get improved, get better. Now sitting doing all that I've now got a little paint down the side of my neck. So um, <clears throat> welcome to welcome to episode 173 of Mr. Bert Hodge. Well, it's been a very quiet week. Actually, I haven't got much to say. Uh, this will be my final one before Christmas, obviously. Um, I'm just holding my cup of tea in the wrong hand for some strange reason. Um, I've just looked at my diary. I've done absolutely nothing. Um, usually Christmas is... I think as the years go by, Christmas is just gets less and less frantic now, as there are less and less people involved. Um, I think since mum and dad died and we don't have the epic journey up to Yorkshire, um, I've sort of lost uh, my interest in Christmas a little bit because yeah, that was really stressful, uh, organising it. It was always really lovely and my fav one of my favourite journeys is always driving up the A1. We never used to go up the M1. Always used to go up the A1 and um, feel I was leaving London and then coming into Yorkshire uh, and that was lovely. But that doesn't happen anymore, so that's all fine. And um, we have got Christmas sorted out eventually. It's just taken a lot of time and conversations that seem to come absolutely nowhere. Um, but what are we doing? We are Christmas Eve. I've, I've actually got three days off for Christmas, which is quite good. I've only got a matinee on Saturday. So I've got Saturday night free. And then Christmas Eve, we're going to see Kenwood. I've got some lights, apparently. Um, which is quite expensive, I have to say. So we're going up to Ham City to walk and look at those with a friend and their dog, Woody. And um, Christmas Day, we're here, just the two of us, and a cook order has been bought. Uh, cook is the shop where you they freeze. They, it's all homemade stuff, and they put it in freezers. Uh, and it's just, I mean... I thought, oh, that's quite a lot of money when we bought it. And I thought, no, it's less than, way less than half of what we spend on a meal out. Uh, and we've got really nice um, Christmas meals. I'm quite excited about that. We're having turkey. Because um, we don't normally have turkey, actually. Anyway, I'm really tired. This is going to be a, quite a dull Mr. Burke because I'm just really tired. I can't bear um, winter mornings because I can't wake up. And also somebody rolled in at five to two on Friday night and um, I went to sleep I got back first from work I went to sleep and then of course I was awake at one and they weren't back uh, and then I sort of couldn't get back to sleep until about quarter to two and apparently they rolled in at uh, five to two and then of course woke me up and then of course I couldn't get back to sleep so um that was you know the usual murder and mayhem thoughts going through my head well because and in fairness it was way past the last tube so um, they were out over in hammersmith so i don't know having a lovely time it turned out as i was uh lying in bed wide awake and racked with worry so they've all been very jolly and um yeah so that's all marvelous and i'm absolutely shattered now um where was I? Yes, yeah, so Christmas Day we're here, and then Christmas Boxing Day. That's a new day, Christmas Boxing Day. Um, Boxing Day we're going to my brother's, 
which is traditional, and uh, that'll be a buffet, and um, a jolly time will be had by all. So there we go. So I was wondering what to do. Uh, I did yet. Actually, yes, I've been. To, I have had jip, continual jip, with my neck and shoulder and back. Uh, I've been doing lots of the text neck uh, thirty minutes that Adrian does, and she's doing. Um, she's doing her usual uh, thirty days of yoga in January. Uh, theme being flow this year. Now flow is something I'm really bad at. Although she said on the introduction to it, it's not going to be all vinyasa flow, but basically I am not an elegant person. And I find flow very, very difficult because I just basically clomp from one position to the next instead of elegantly flowing like Adrian does. Uh, so I'm going to work on my flow. I think I've got to channel my inner ballet dancer or something. I don't know. Um, so that was that. And then, then I went for a run and I, th I had a brilliant idea in the middle of the night last night to run faster. Uh, a fabulous idea, obviously. And, uh, well, because uh, I've been avoiding El Pali because I just have been too tired to go up and downhill. So I've been going around Coffer Woods and it's flatter. And um, I did. I ran faster, nearly killed myself. Um, I had to stop twice, but not for very long, actually. And I managed to do the run in 30 minutes, 31 minutes, which was, I thought, an all-time world-breaking record. And then Strava didn't give me one flipping achievement at all. I was really annoyed. So that was that. And then it was back here to start doing Christmas cards. Uh, so I thought I would do, I was going to do a review of the year, you know, like you get, you get on the media show and the Guardian, uh, Mr. Burt's review of the year. And then realised I can't remember anything really that I've seen or done this year. Um, I've been to the cinema a few times, couldn't tell you a single film that I've been to see. I've been watching loads and loads of television programmes, but I can only remember the ones we've watched recently. Uh, so the only sort of vaguely concrete thing I had to grasp was um books uh so i've i've had a bit of a i just have too many books and they're all in piles by the bed uh you can't actually it's quite difficult to get into bed on my side because of all the piles of books and um they're usually in piles of hardback uh non-fiction paperback fiction uh books unread books read uh i sort of try and do that and then i get into a tizzy because there's certain books obviously that I have to, I always end up with one book that's just got a pile to itself. So in effect, it isn't a pile, it's just a book. And then I find other books that need to go into more than one pile and then I just get cross. So um, fortunately, I've been, I have written some books down that I'm reading because somebody gave me a book uh, bookmark and uh, it has uh, a list. <coughs> <coughs> Um, I just had a little coughing fit there. Just to say my cold has basically gone. It was a really odd one. Um, I didn't feel well, but the symptoms weren't so bad, other than, despite not having a runny nose, I was blowing out gallons of snot. So that was lovely. I'll share that with you. So, um, books. Yeah, so yeah. So I've got a bookmark that has a list. It puts spaces on that for you to write what books you've read, which I did. Also still have... While I'm on the subject of bookmarks, I still have a very lovely bookmark. I don't know where it is, but I do have it uh, made, handmade by the National Treasure. Uh, I think it says something like, I'm a superstar or I am very magical or something, which of course is true. So um, I have treasured that bookmark 
and I still have it. I think that was for a play a very long time ago. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it's a little shout out to the National Treasure, who's had actually two voice notes from me today, so they've had more than enough attention. Um, uh, so books, yes. So uh, I'm just leaning across and I've got a pile of books here. So these are books I've read. Uh, I think I haven't read as much as I thought I had, actually. But I can recommend these books. Uh, now, the first one is A Heart That Works by Rob Delaney, which I've talked about most of these books before. This is a book, it's a very short book, and uh, it's a book that if someone recommended it to me uh, and told me what it was about, I wouldn't read it. Um, it's basically about, Rob Delaney is the actor, sort of, and he's not really a comedian, he's an actor. He does um, Catastrophe. Uh, he's American, but he lives in this country. He actually must live near me, actually. Uh, anyway, so um, it's about his son who died at a very young age of a uh, brain tumour and um, it is a very difficult book to read and it is astonishingly beautiful book to read. He writes like no one else I've ever read. Um, uh, it's just... It's a difficult book to talk about and I really want people to go and read it because I think it's massively important, beautifully written and uh, I think changes your view of life. It's very short as well. Um, he expresses emotions I've just never really uh, read anybody express before. Uh, it's brutally honest and as I say, it's a subject you would think is grim and depressing and life is particularly grim and depressing so it doesn't sound a great um, recommendation at the moment, but I really, really do recommend it. It's a fantastic book, Heart That Works by Rob Delaney. Yeah, it's, it's, this does sound like a proper review of the year, doesn't it? I'm very impressed with the way I'm doing this. Uh, the second one, I don't think anyone will read, but I'm going to say it was very good anyway. Uh, there's this podcast or radio program, it's American, called The Moth, uh, and they basically help people write stories, uh, and then they help people get them to... Uh, speak their story, uh, usually life stories. Uh, they have certain restrictions and rules um, and they go around the country doing this in places. I'm not doing this book any justice whatsoever by this uh, description of it. But basically uh, what they've learned from working with people they've put into a book uh, called How to Tell a Story, the essential guide to memorable storytelling. Um, it's not really a book for people who want to write or tell stories. It's a book about uh, life. All my books are about life, actually. Heart That Works is a, uh, although it's about a death, is a really, really strong book about life. Uh, this is a book about life. It's about people's life experiences, and you can read it on any level if you want to read it to help you with your writing, or if you just want to read it to hear about people's life stories. Uh, I can really recommend it. It's a beautiful book. Um, very easy to read. It's all in sort of chunky sections. Uh, and it's called How to Tell a Story, The Essential Guide to More Memorable Storytelling uh, from The Moth. Uh, it's got a very nice cover as well. And it's got a uh, quote from Lem Sisse on the front, so you can't go wrong with that. Uh, the next book was is uh, Louise Erdrich, The Sentence. Now, this is a book I picked up and decided to read on the back cover. Uh, and then found out the book's completely different to what the back cover says. The back cover to me made it sound like a quirky sort of book. Uh, it is quirky, but in a completely different way to the way I thought it was. It's set between 2019 and 2020. Uh, it's the year of the pandemic. Uh, don't let that put you off. 
Uh, it is set in, a lot of it is set in a bookshop. It's fantastically written with amazing characters. Uh, it's a wonderful story. Uh, it's a story of, it's another story of life. Um, it does cover everything that happened that year. It's set in America and it's set um, partly amongst the Native American community. Um, I think, yes, Louise Erdrich, I'm reading with it from the sleeve. Louise Erdrich is a member of the Turtle Mountain Band of Chippewa. I don't know anything about Native Americans. Uh, this is absolutely fascinating book. I learnt loads. It's a rattling good read. Uh, it's thought-provoking, very funny, uh, and it's a very good... Um, I think it'll test the time of a book written about the pandemic. Uh, more American view than, than UK, obviously it's an American book. But um, yeah, again, doesn't sound uh, a jolly read. It's a fantastic read. I can thoroughly recommend it. I'm thoroughly recommending everything, actually, aren't I? That's uh, the sentence by Louise Erdrich. Uh, back to my uh, favourite, one of my favourite writers, Elizabeth Strout. I read Anything is Possible. If you haven't read anything by Elizabeth Strout, I would say go out now buy a book by Elizabeth Strout. She's an astonishing storyteller. Uh, she's one of those writers who writes very simply, and yet you know there is so much work has gone into making the writing as beautiful and effortless as it seemed. Um, she writes about so many different uh, people and experiences. Uh, this book is a set of short stories that are sort of, yeah, they are connected. Uh, she writes about um, people in a town. Uh, it's linked to My Name is Lucy Barton, because uh, basically the town she's writing about is the town where Lucy came from. Um, I just love them. I don't know what to say about them. Absolutely love her books. I think you've just got to read them. Uh, someone else I think everybody should go and read is William Boyd. He's another one of my absolute favourite writers. Don't read many male writers, but he's one I absolutely love. Uh, the one I've just finished is called The Romantic, which is his new one. Um, it's an epic story of... Uh, it's a made-up memoir. Well, no, it's not even a made-up memoir. He's He's written it as if he's bound a load of notes uh, a man has left uh, about his life. And then he, William Boyd, has supposedly created these notes into a biography of this man. It's all made up. Um, one thing I love about William Boyd is he just does names like no other author I know. So the, uh, the name of the hero of this book is Cashel. Greville Ross, um, Sagai Sitwell. I'm just trying to read some names at random from the book. Uh, can't find any, of course. And uh, it's an epic book. The man, Cashel, uh, travels all over Europe, uh, has brushes with real people. Uh, and by the end of the book, you're, well, I was completely convinced this man was real. Um, Boyd's fascinated by, I think, uh, choices in life and how we can choose to do one thing and the consequences of that and, uh, I don't know, sort of the twists of fate. Um, they're deeply human books. Uh, some of his books are just thrillers. 
they're always, I think I've said this before in the other book, cracking good read is what I would say. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this book. I really, this I think actually is my book of the year, the Romantic by William Boyd. I absolutely love I really, really loved it. Um, yeah, it's another life. It's another life book because it's about the life of a person from birth to death. Um, Green Lady by Sally Bailey, uh, probably mentioned this is Sally's third book of a very loose trilogy, uh, vaguely autobiographical. Uh, autobiographical fiction. Um, Sally's books are quite, I was going to say dreamlike, they're not really dreamlike, but they, um, they, they're like, they're like almost dropping a stone into water and watching the ripples. The ripples are sort of separate and connected. Um, her ideas flip around all over the place, but it's all beautifully, really beautifully constructed. Um, full of characters, very, very memorable characters. Uh, this book features Turner uh, and a lot of, um, who else is in it? Um, bits of Margaret Rutherford. Um, oh, I don't know, they're so difficult to talk about Sally's books. Maybe if you haven't read uh, Girl with Dove, that's the best one of the trilogies, the first one to start with. Uh, which is probably the most autobiographical, but um, yeah, there's just nothing like Sally really. Uh, beautiful books. I'm just, you see, I'm just stopping talking because I'm just flipping through it and reading little sentences. Um, yeah, uh, Sally Bailey, The Green Lady. I haven't really sold that on anybody, it's a great read. And then um, I think my final one. Uh, oh no, I've got two more. Um, another favourite writer of mine, Kate Atkinson, Shrines of Gaiety, which is set uh, in the West End in the 20s. I'm being a bit vague about some of these books because it was a while ago when I read them. Uh, she, another, she's just another cracking story teller. Uh, with, um, she's a bit like William Boyd, just amazing characters, uh, twists and turns of people's lives, um, connecting it with each other, um, set around private clubs uh, in the early 2030s, run by a woman based on a real-life woman, um, full of just mad characters, and again, uh, utterly gripping story. Uh, anything by Kate Atkinson is absolutely worth reading. She's, she's just brilliant. Um, She's one of my favourite writers, but that's her latest one, Shrines Gaiety. Um, and if you're interested in Soho, Between the Wars, uh, this is the book for you. Loved it. And then I also read The Twyford Code, which is Janice Hallett's, uh, it's not going to say follow-up, it's not a connected follow-up, but it's the book that comes after The Appeal. The Appeal she wrote in um, text and emails. This book she's written in voice notes, audio files, um, they're brilliant. They're um, mysteries uh, that are so complex. I cannot, they are so complex. I don't know how she does it. I do, do not know how she pulls it off, but she pulls it off. This one I liked a little less than the appeal until I got to the end and the ending is so beautiful. 
um, again, it's you just end up feeling as if you're reading about a real person. Um, yeah, it's a sort of murder mystery, but it isn't really. Again, uh, read it. The Twyford Code, Janice Hallett. If you want um, something meaty, but escapism as well, I can thoroughly recommend her book. And she's got a new one out, The Angels of Something, which I haven't read yet. So, um, yeah, those are my recommendations. Um, I'm tired and I haven't, um, I haven't oops, uh, articulated my feelings about them very well, other than they are all about life and they're all crackling good reads, I think we can uh, gather. Right, so, yes, Christmas is nigh. Uh, I know some people uh, don't like Christmas. I know other people love Christmas. So, however you're spending it, um, I hope it goes peacefully. And, uh, but this is just to wish everybody, well, no, it's not actually, I'm not wishing anybody anything. I'm saying a big thank you for staying with me, not over, not just over 2023, but uh, since 2000, oh, where did I start these? 2020. Um, thank you, uh, loyal listeners. Some of you have come uh, more recently than others, but um I do get some lovely feedback and I do love doing this and I am going to continue doing it as long as I possibly can. So a uh, big thank you uh, to everybody who has loyally listened to this funny little podcast uh, and happy Christmas, happy new year and uh, thank you for listening.